That was good. Hi, welcome to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I'm Ricky. I'm Sean, and I'm not gonna linger. Oh my God, yes he is. He's gonna drag this out. Oh, oh my gosh, because because a few things happened this week. Number one, the Captain Marvel trailer we were promised happened, and it was amazing. You know how we said, "Hey, if you're gonna tease us, well, when you deliver, you better freaking deliver." I, I believe we got delivered, DiGiorno. Uh, I, I was like I was excited about it. It left me wanting some more, which, I mean, I guess is a trailer's job, and we complain about trailers showing us too much. I thought it could be a little more... But everything I predicted was in it. I mean, we got Ronan, we got Korath, we got Marvel, who is not named, whatever. Yeah, I'm excited for the movie. Let's go, let's do this. Uh, was there anything you wanted to talk about besides we got to see the scrolls? That's exciting. What'd you think yeah. of the scrolls? I mean, they look fine to me. They look way better than some other other people that wear facial appendages and stuff. When they, when they do that stuff and then they green screen it, sometimes it doesn't really get pulled off that well. These looked pretty good. So, I mean, I'll give it to them. You know, it doesn't look terrible. It, it's not apocalypse. I think she looked really great in the energy and glowing eyes. She's yeah. she's going to go binary in it, and that's that's all I needed to know. There's been some speculation. There's a, there's a part where she says, I'm not who you think I am. And there appears to be either a little a little girl, I won't say a little girl, but somebody much shorter than hers, hair is in the bottom of the screen. There's speculation that that is her talking to Monica's mother as she's returned to Earth. Yeah, we, we get to see two or three Captain Marvels in this movie, I guess. That would be awesome. The uh, other pilot is, and I cannot remember her name, but it's, it is Monica Rambeau's mother. Uh, that has been confirmed who that is. And I thought the trailer was pretty good. I'm excited to see the movie. I want, I want to get to uh, March pretty quick. I need another Marvel movie in my life. Let's do this. I'm, I'm always up for another Marvel movie. <laughs> well, speaking of another Marvel movie, let's talk about the next one we got news of this week. Marvel's Eternals snagged a director. Uh, there, there's a lot of movies out there trying to get made that don't have that going for them. So this is good. We this actually is, have a director. This is very good. And like we've we've talked about before, Marvel's Eternals is a Jack Kirby creation kind of in the vein of New Gods and can be really, really good. If, they, if it's done right and has a great director behind it, there's a lot of excitement behind this director. Her name is Chloe Zhao. Z-H-A-O. I am not quite sure how to pronounce that correctly but a lot of good buzz around this and i tell you if they tie them in to if you don't know there are two different kinds of eternals in the marvel universe there are the eternals eternals are the earthbound eternals zoras and makari and i can't remember all their names cersei one of the avengers she is uh from this pantheon of eternals now Thanos is also an Eternal. He uh, the the Titan Eternals are a branch that broke off, and, and and went to Titan. So Mentor Thanos's father 
is like the brother of Zuras or something. I don't I don't remember the exact relationship, but they are they are related, and they could throw that in there that Thanos actually and the he because Thanos has the deviant gene. The deviants are the uh, bad guys of the Eternals, and wh- the thing I did not think about whenever they announced this was that Marvel is doing big to Infinity War over a 10-year period. Well, they right. could do... Introducing the Eternals, introducing the Deviants, they could do Atlantis Attacks as one of the big crossovers introducing these characters. Uh, because the Deviant Priest, whatever his name is, it, it's like G-H-A-U-R. I don't know how to say it right because I've only ever seen it. Is a huge... Like the Serpent Crown and all that, they could introduce Namor and and the the Elder Gods set set yeah and do uh, Atlantis attacks, which would be great. You, you've got I'm going planned out. I'm going way out of left field for all this, but I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay, but okay, do we love it? Do you love it? We got this week. We seen uh, Joaquin Phoenix in Joker makeup, in very much. Uh, wait 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 wait. Hold on. No. This is not a John Wayne Gacy documentary? I, I like it. I like it. I, I don't have a problem with it. I, I think I think this gives me a little more hope than than other ways it could have went. <sighs> I mean okay. It, it's it's the same kind of makeup that the original I, Joker here's, here's mask I, was uh, on like Heath Ledger wore in the I, I I, I I get it. It's just I don't think, here we go. I don't we're we're showing is... a new. Let's introduce something and make it kind of new for the joke. Like oh god, okay. No, I, I don't <laughs> think this is. I don't think this is final form. Well, gosh, I, I, I hope believe, not. I believe no. this is. Uh, you know, if they make him a stand-up comedian, maybe he has part of a clown act built into his set or something. Uh, that was idea I seen thrown around that I, I like that because, you know, if he is a comedian, maybe he had a, a clown act set or something. Uh, but I, I don't believe this to be final form. But don't you think existing where Batman is, he could have tracked that back? I mean, I, I want to see it and hear it. It may have a great writer, may have a great director. Like I said last week, first shots of Heath Ledger's The Joker, people were saying these same things. Mm-hmm. Let's let's give it a chance. I'll give it a chance. I promise. I'm not just not just flipping out. Okay, Sean. Some new yes. a new Bumblebee trailer will drop tomorrow. But they've been okay. giving us hints in the past couple of days. And one of the things that I wanted to discuss was they put G1 toy pretty damn close. Transformers in these clips, and mm-hmm. my circle of people in the Transformers world are flipping out about how great some of this looks. We got a G1, very, very G1 looking sound wave on Cybertron, a very accurate Optimus Prime who looks like Optimus Prime on Cybertron. There's a lot of people that are very happy about this Bumblebee movie coming out, and I guarantee this trailer that comes out tomorrow is going to be looked at very heavily. What, what, did, what did you think? Way. What do you think about the footage? I mean, obviously you think it's going to be very positive, right? Well, I, I think the footage we're seeing gives it a lot, 
a lot better lights being shown on it than than the first footage we got, which was just a little bit the 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 Starscream slash Blitzwing uh, jet kind of got everybody yeah. excited. Bumblebee be looking more robotish and not scrappy fish was but, very but encouraging. Don't you think that don't you think the 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 fact that you know. Everybody got stoked for Starscream, and then they're like, wait, it's not Starscream, it's Blitzwing. You know, he's a bad guy, he's a cool bad guy, and they tried to play it off, you know. But don't you have that fear that, oh, here we go again. Let's change things up so that we get a good, you know, an original movie, and it ends up not making any sense at all? Well, well, that's that's one of the things. The reason, I mean, Starscream was already used in the Bay Universe. Their hands may have been tied around that name. And it's it, that's fine. Uh, I, I can let that go if everything else is kind of done okay. And plus, that there may even be nothing wrong with that. They may be playing the whole time. No, no, no this is Blitzwing. Starscream was you know not here by this time, and because this is this takes place in the eighties, so yeah. who knows? Um, but this has got me real excited. I, I, I won't lie. The and uh, a very G one looking Ravage showed up. Um, I mean, I I thought the the sound wave looked amazing. Yeah, that that, that part was awesome. Like, um, Dad Gilman, I wish I remembered all the tapes' names. Wh- which one do you think was flying out of him? Oh, it was Ravage. Ravage. Yeah, that's awesome. What was the other one? The bird, laser beak. Laser beak. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I had a laser beak. That I do you know I had a laser beak in my pocket for some weird reason it became like this little thing that I carried around with me and I even had a laser beak in my pocket up until the days that I was working at Taco Bell. Oh yeah, yeah, you know the little. I mean, they sell that stuff all the time nowadays. Just stuff you fiddle with your your uh, fidget cubes and your you know well, that I kind just of thing. A, just yeah, a pocket, I just, a laser beak. just yeah. a pocket thing. You know that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I carried around. What was mine? Mine was my wind charger. My what? My first transformer. I carried that around for a very long time in a pocket. You know, just Crazy. something that when you're bored, you could flip around. Yeah. Um, very excited about this new footage. Can't wait to see the new trailer tomorrow and talk about some local haul here in a little bit. Uh, we did get news that Daredevil is going to drop on October 19th. October is full of Netflix stuff. Yeah. October is packed. Uh, I I love this. Um, two different trailers for Daredevil. Both of them were just absolutely... I don't know. I don't know where this story's going. Um, well, we know a little I, bit. I, we know that uh, there's a, there's a getting, second devil of Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, the reason he's in the black little, suit uh, is is because he, he can't be seen as Daredevil. Um, and it's because somebody's tarnishing the name, most likely Bullseye, but... <laughs> right. Man, but it's it just, I, I love the fact that, um, you know, it, I think the Punisher rubbed off on him a little. You know, you hear that speech, you hear what he's saying about how you can't just uh, lock evil down, you can't put it just put it behind bars and expect it to go away, you know. I, I, the whole time I was listening, I was like, man... This is like the Punisher speaking through Matt Murdock. I like it. I love the whole, I'd rather live as the devil than die as Matt Murdock. I was like, yes! I Just, dude, the Daredevil Netflix series is up there with one of the best Marvel properties there is. 
I, I love it. I absolutely love that show. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Matt Murdock has always been, since the Frank, not always been, but since the Frank Miller days of Daredevil, you know, he was the Dark Knight before the Dark Knight happened. And the, just the backstory and the love and the care and the history he put into the character at that time, completely changing mm-hmm. Daredevil, uh, is completely felt in today's storytelling all over the place, and especially in Daredevil. I mean, that's all... It's got Frank Miller's fingerprints all over it. You know, thank God for that man. Um, yeah, absolutely. Dude, I, I, I'm ready for Daredevil. I, I'm excited for this October. And then we also found out this week, after being told, I believe, a previous week, that, you know, Defenders 2, Season 2, may not happen, that, you know, the... The Netflix Marvel deal may not lend to a Defenders season two happening, and we were told that is wrong this week. That Defenders season two is still very much in the realm of things that will happen. They're they're not saying that there's stuff that is guaranteed right now. Um, I I think that's probably because of the Disney Netflix uh, and the Disney streaming app that's coming up. There's probably a lot of deals going on about what's going to move over and what's not. But they seemed like it. this was still very much something that could be in the works and could happen. Yeah, um, I'm not excited about the idea of it being different characters, but I mean, I am kind of excited. Like, if they wanted to do more of the original lineup, um, yeah. you know, have, well, I mean, it, it, it would be difficult because a lot of those characters are in the movies now. But I don't know, like maybe Nighthawk, uh, like Squadron Supreme. I don't know, like that would definitely be a crazy thing to do. If they improve, like they've stepped up their game with Iron Fist. They may have learned something from the first Defender show. I, I want to see it succeed. I'd be excited if they, if they announce and go and are filming it. I just don't know because we're about to talk about some things, but we'll I'll hold off on on talking about that. All right, man. Uh, on to our next topic, and it was um, something I thought about earlier this week. We get always called out for being Marvel fanboys, and and we've owned up to that. You know, we we both do enjoy Marvel stories and uh, characters. More so than DC. Maybe not more than, but we relate more to the Marvel stuff. And, you know, uh, we, we have people like Joel that listen on a weekly basis, and we appreciate it very much. And Joel has messaged us several times to say, you know, this is where he sees things. And uh, I, I know David's out there. He listens. He's a big DC fan. So this week, I wanted to change things up, and I wanted... Five things that we believe were wrong with the Marvel Universe. And, te- and uh, uh, sorry, did I say ten? 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 ten oh, there's no way I can do ten. No, no, no ten. Five. Five things wrong with the MCU and five things liked and right about DC. And I I have mine, Rick. I've, uh, I, I've thought about it. I, um... Marvel um, or DC? Let's go with the Marvel. We're always Marvel first. Why stop now? <laughs> okay, five things that I believe are definitely wrong with the Marvel. One is uh, the Hulk solo movie. 
it deserves another shot. I, I don't know. It, it 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 was not well done. It does of all the MCU movies, if you were to watch them all in a row, that one would feel out of place. the The tone is not the same. The other movies have definitely a different feel. They they did not do a very good Hulk solo movie at all. Two, I think they need to stay away from timelines and using words like, oh, this guy's been in my head for six years. You know what? You've got a lot of different directors. You've got a lot of different people writing scripts. You've got a lot of things going on. I appreciate trying to bring some attention to detail and trying to hit that nail on the head with using some words. But several times they've written in lines like this to show that, you know, this person, you know, I mean, I'm sure the writer wanted, I want Tony, you know, Tony to relay that he's been, this has been in his mind for a long time. And in doing so, he said a number and he created a timeline and Marvel does not do it. What's wrong with that? You don't do a good job of it because it doesn't line up. It doesn't line up the six years and Infinity War. That that does not line up time wise. It's a th- it, well, you, it's a throwaway line. What are we lining up here? That's all I'm saying. If it's a throwaway line, then stay away from it. If it's a throwaway line, hey, hey, this is my. So you're you're wrong. telling me you're Charlie Dan it map red lines on a wall connecting all this stuff? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, he said, wait a minute, wait, that's another number. I got a Patton Oswald this. Have you never read through the comment section of anything ever? No, I hate comments. Well, then, <laughs> then you'll know that maybe you're the only one that doesn't care about that. Because trust me. The, the internet does, uh, does enough bitching. I mean, I'm telling you. Other than Thanos, they've kind of given us a weak ensemble of baddies. None of them really stood up a decent challenge. I, I would say other than Thanos, my my favorite bad guy is probably Red Skull out of uh, Captain America First Adventure. Are you are you dismissing Loki? Yeah, I'm totally dismissing Loki. Oh Loki, my god. Loki is wishy-washy, dude. Really, you you think of okay? When I think of the Avengers, the your boy uh, Joss Whedon, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying Loki is not the bad guy. Never did you ever feel Loki was the threat. The threat was the army. The threat was the army that was coming down and ravaging the city. The Hulk ran up a building and smashed the ever living crap out of Loki and left him lying in a pile of rubble until the Avengers cleaned stuff up. Loki was not that strong at all. They 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 kicked his ass all over the place, man. Oh Loki's not God. a very good bad guy. He's a oh way better God. good guy. I don't even know you anymore. Oh. I'm just telling you. Um, here, here's another thing I had on my list: Hulk and Black Widow. Really, like we don't need that. That that stuff, that little... Okay, detail, I'm going to little... stop you right here. Why in the world have so many people got a problem with the Hulk and, a, and, and Natasha hooking up? What is the deal with that? Because we just don't need it right now. I just want... Hey, Who cares? You could know <laughs> replace that five minutes of dialogue with five minutes of awesome fighting, and I would enjoy it way more. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry to. there's another aspect of the story you have to deal with. but Oh, my Lord. Hey, this is my list. <sighs> this is my list. When when we hear your list... Okay. You know? Okay. And, and, and let's see. Um, I also said 
I couldn't think of a fifth one. I really struggled. <laughs> I was like, you! I need to think of a fifth thing. So I said people would probably say Marvel's a little oversaturated, but I personally don't care. Uh, th- those are no. My I five think you have a point. Marvel is a little Marvel. bit oversaturated, but okay, okay, smart guy. Here we go. Um, Marvel. The things I have a problem with Marvel. Number one, Inhumans. Horrible. Absolutely yeah, dropped the ball. I, I don't know how Marvel went and said, hey guys, we're not going to do this until we do it right. We're going to take the Blizzard approach. We're going to make these movies. We're going to take our time. We're going to make them right and put them out. And then they they drop a, 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 oh my God. Like they drop the sewage plant in the middle of the cake. I, Inhumans is horribly bad. Horribly bad. It was a money grab and... Nobody took the time. I mean, there were great actors in there that have done great jobs. It was bad writing, bad direction, bad decisions were made. Inhumans should have been a lot better. And and I'm not saying Inhumans are my favorite Marvel characters ever. Um, In fact, they're some of the backburner D-list characters in, in my consideration. But Black Bolt and just... It, it, it could have been done a whole lot better and, and was not. And it's very depressing that I, I didn't expect Marvel to screw something up this bad. You know, I expected, okay, they're going to drop the ball on something. Something's not going to be as good as it should be. Inhumans was very, very bad. Very, very, very bad decisions were made. And that is that is my number one. Number two is Marvel's TV and I don't mean Netflix. Netflix is not considered in this. Netflix and, and the online services are a different animal that that coming up where it was just movies and TV before are now movies, TV, and streaming. Streaming is a completely separate animal. It is yeah. a hybrid of episodic storytelling merged with the artistic style of a movie. Because that's what they are. I mean, Daredevil, that first season, is a 13-hour movie. And uh, it is it is amazing. Like Agents of Shield, Agents of C- Shield suffers heavily from classic episodic storytelling, uh, from limits of uh, having to wait for a movie to come out to be able to tell something, being hamstrung by other factors. And I'm a fan of Agents of Shield. Do not get me wrong. I am glad it got six seasons, and and we're getting in the last one. They they said I think is the last one. <clears throat> you know, we got a great Ghost Rider in it. I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. But Marvel TV is not that great. They could step that up. And they could fix that. They could look at what Netflix is doing and all that. They could go, you know, whatever, guys. We're going to tell it like this. Commercial breaks are things that happen on TV, so they've got a plan for that. And it it just hamstrings the entire shows. I say take them all off TV, put them on streaming. Marvel Comics has moved, yeah, moved so far away from where they were. Like, if you take comics and, and DC, but Marvel Comics from the 80s, Here's the thing. Every, all the MCU stuff is pulling from classic storytelling with a few minor examples of like Winter Soldier and that kind of thing. Comics aren't for kids anymore. They are for the grown-up kids that are watching these movies. That's where everything's moved to. And I fear that in, a, in our lifetime, comics will just die 
because they're not for kids anymore. I know that's a classic old man get off my lawn kind of argument, but I go and I look in a comic shop and there's no kids in there. There's just 25 to 40, 50 year olds milling around discussing what we do on the podcast kind of stuff. There's no children my son's age in there picking up their first comic, picking up that Fantastic Four that's great for, you know, making a child's mind and, and, and family and all that kind of thing. That's that's kind of, you know, I, I wanted to throw that in there just because I, I do bemoan the loss of those, you know, that experience of walking into a comic book store and being awed as a, as a child. The toy aisle. Let, let's talk about real world. Uh, there's not... <sighs> I don't know, man. Marvel Legends are very hot. But once again, yes, I I know, once again, but that's all there is. There's not, you know, there's not a Secret Wars. There's not a playset. There's not, you know, I I guess Avengers had the toys that kind of what I'm talking about, but there's, uh, I I guess I'm looking for what I saw as a child, you know. You don't see playsets anymore except for Imaginex. And, let me tell you this. Buying toys for small children, Imaginex is a great brand. They do amazing things these days with uh, play sets and all that that nobody else is doing. And I kind of wish, you know, that's the kind of toys I'd want one. If, if I was a child these days, I would be in the Imaginex aisle. Uh, I don't even know what that is. Well, I mean, it's the, it's the cartoony little, you know, two to three inch figurines, you know, to just have move arms and legs, but you have these great big bases, like uh, they have a, uh, what's the one I saw the other day? Oh, they have a huge, like they have the Power Rangers license now, they have a huge Megazord, and they have a, uh, a, like, the DC license they have, they do amazing, like, big bat caves, there's a new one every year, and, and like, the Joker's Fun House, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They really, really take artistic license with it, and, and run with it, and they do a great job. Um, and those are the kind of toys that I bought for my children when they're when they're very little. Um, but there's nothing for that eight nine year old these days. I mean, it's all give them a Game Boy or give them a, a, a Game Boy. <laughs> you a can't Game give them a 3ds. Wow. Give them a Game Boy. Yeah, that that'll be the next thing. The uh, uh, the yeah the Game Boy Classic. You know, it'll be ninety dollars and have uh, all the games on it. Um. And then the last thing I want to... I'll bring it back to the MCU. Um, I'm pissed off there is not a Namor in, in the MCU. We should we should have the Submariner movie and in the Avengers and Illuminati and oh my god, what are y'all doing? <laughs> Two things. Namor and Doctor Doom should be on the big screen. They'll be there soon enough, I imagine. Eh, whatever. I, I I do I now, do not know why we have not why we have not heard Heidner hair of Namer ever in the MCU and it pisses me off because he would be a great character. I mean, if Sean Thomas was a king and hated the land, and hated the land world, which he pretty much almost does, yeah, uh, that yeah. would be Namer. I need to read some Namor. Yeah, you do. I didn't know that. Me and this guy got a lot in common. Let, let's see how much in common we have when we speak of the five things that I think are right with the DC Universe. 
I bet we agree on this one. One is uh, Wonder Woman is definitely a movie they got right. They they did that movie very well. We've spoken highly of that film, and uh, that that's definitely a, a check mark in the positive for DC. Um, and I, I think another thing we we've also acknowledged on here is I I personally th- the this is my favorite Batman's outfit. This is the Frank Miller Batman outfit. I freaking love it. Um, and sadly enough, the my favorite of all the costumes that we've seen so far is actually the one out of Batman versus Superman. I think that's a great outfit. Uh, regardless of what I think about that film, these are five things that I wanted them, that I said they are right about, and that uniform is definitely one of them. Uh, three, I would go with Man of Steel. You know, my personal favorite of all the uh, DC movies. Uh, I think it 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 was seeing it was you know one of my favorite moments. I it it is definitely you know Superman one, Superman two, Man of Steel. For me, that it is the number three of all my Superman movies that I love, that I watch all the time. Um, and you know, this really made me. I had to go back and rewrite this one. I uh, I mistakenly thought it would be a good idea to watch Suicide Squad on Friday night. And as my wife and I watched it, I was like, "This editing makes this ensemble film for DC seem so cheap. The way they edit, the way they introduce all these characters to put them together." They didn't need all that ensemble, you know, cut crap to see all these backstories. My wife and I pointed out how dialogue explained every single one of their powers, and they had a way better relationship when they were all together on the screen rather than having to do those cutaways. And that made me think Justice League did a good job for what it was. It it was a movie where we had had very limited... Uh, information told to us about the other characters in the DC universe, not in real life. God knows we all know enough about Aquaman and Flash and Cyborg and all that stuff. But I'm saying for what it was, Justice League did a good job of throwing together an ensemble cast in a single movie. They, They have chosen a different path than MCU. MCU gives you an individual story pretty much on every single main character and there are a few that are you know mixed in but i I think justice league does a good job for what it does and the fifth thing i would say is dc has some bad guys that you know they they were they were a formidable foe uh stefan wolf alone handled pretty much all of the justice league until superman showed up i mean he pretty much could have won i believe if it wasn't for Superman's appearance and uh, total domination in that fight, like, I, I don't know. And, and then with Man of Steel, I, I liked Zod. I thought the the Kryptonians were very reminiscent. I, I know people probably didn't like the fact that it reminded me so much of Superman 2. But for me, that was my favorite. Yeah, I, I'd go with Man of Steel as a great set of bad guys. So those are my five things right with dc i don't don't have any (laughs) no i'm kidding you don't have any (laughs) don't have any dc animated absolutely wonderful (laughs) yeah if i had to just strictly stick to the movies 
Um, Wonder Woman, yes, absolutely. Uh, best thing about the entire the entire system. Uh, Wonder Woman's great. Um, I cannot stick with you on Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf was a bad character. Steppenwolf was poorly animated, and that part of the movie was uh, sucked. So, <laughs> but we're we're trying to talk about good stuff. So, let me see. Uh, the Batman suit out of which one was that? Batman versus Superman, yeah. which is more in Justice League. I mean, that suit is is like I said last week, note perfect. Um, absolutely beautiful. That the fight in that movie uh, is exactly what I wanted. Flash. I'm gonna say Flash. I mean, as much as I railed against them having a different Flash than Grant Gustin, I thought Ezra Miller did a wonderful job as the Flash. He was very... Looks like he took notes uh, from from what was good about the Flash, the TV series. Um, that's, that's pretty much as far as I can go. <laughs> that's all I can think of. Now, Local Hall. I actually have Local Hall. And I'm so glad that I have Local Hall because I don't normally, you know, I'm always at work when people are posting new comic book day stuff on Wednesdays. And I just had a hunch... I thought they looked cool, and they were affordable, so I picked up both uh, variant covers of Batman Damned this week. Oh! Oh, this comic had some news come out about it. Yeah, yeah. So you, um, let, let me ask this. You got first run copies, correct? Yes, yes. And, and here's the cool part. <laughs> I bought them on eBay on Wednesday. For twenty one ninety five for both of them with free shipping. My same seller today has them for sixty nine dollars for the pair. Nice. Yeah, like I looked it up today. I was like, "Wow, uh, glad I bought them on Wednesday." Absolutely. Yes, th- this is the first appearance of Little Bruce. <laughs> um, and, and oddly enough, I haven't looked yet. I have not looked at Little Bruce yet. But uh, I am going to, because I know she See, doesn't that's, listen. That's because very funny. I know, because I know she doesn't listen. When I told my wife, she's like, you know we're going to have to look. I just want to see. <laughs> which which is which is funny, because uh, DC's already stated uh, they are removing it from digital copies and it will not be in, in, the next, in any additional printing. So, boom. You may want to go ahead and have them just oh, seal I- them up. I'm I'm gonna send both of them off for uh, CGC, I believe. Nice. Uh, I may contact. Go, well, I'll do CBCS since we have a contact there. But uh, I definitely want to get them sent off and uh, graded because they're in absolutely they're they're 9.8 condition right now, and I don't plan on taking them out of the bag just to you know just a quick peek. <laughs> That's funny. I got comics as well. I received. <clears throat> X-Men number 96. 96. 96. Two issues away from the first appearance of the new X-Men in, in the regular run. You know, they of mm-hmm. course, Giant Size X-Men number one. And then 94 was the first appearance of everybody in the normal run. Right. Uh, 96, n- I never thought I'd be this close. Um, so, so and it was a great price. 95 hit. 94, 95. No, I, I need 99 and 100. I have 96, 97, and 98. So I need okay. to complete Four. to complete 96 through 300 and something. I need 99 and 100. And then, of course, I need to complete the entire you thing. Need two. 94, need. there's no way you get a, get a 
a great deal of 94 without just finding it in a local hall. Um, Dude, 95 if you possible. ever pull off that, if you ever pull off an X-Men 94 in a trash bag, <laughs> my God, man, I... If you ever pull that off, holy crap, you're the king. You would be the king. Well, I mean, it's it's not... And I don't it's happened. It People, That's it happens. the crazy part. Yeah, I mean, it happens. I mean, you just got to be... It's it's the it's the thing about great things that happen and bad things that happen. Everybody hears about the great things. Everybody hears about the bad things. It's the but, middle but, stuff that happens in between that nobody really hears about. Well, like, whenever I, whenever I pull, like, in my 40 years of living, a... You know, a, a, a first appearance of Captain Marvel out of a flea market has happened one time in my life. I mean, it, it was a great time, um, but you got to be looking. You got to be, you know, that, that's why it's yeah. such an amazing story is because it's something that's hard to do. It's because we have to work at it. I mean, honestly, well, I mean. But, but here's the thing. Like, you have scored on Facebook Marketplace. And let me tell you. Me being near Little Rock, I, I was like, you know what? Ricky does a great job on Facebook Marketplace. I am going to put this in, and I'm going to set notifications so that I get notified when people get you know comics posted. And I want to know because I'm going to find a deal like you do. I mean, seriously, this is my thought process. Let me tell you what awesomeness is around my area. There, There's a guy that has an uh, – uh, Oh, dadgummit. First appearance of the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, oh, uh, yeah, Silver Surfer, yeah, number, like, I, I don't remember. I've got it. He's got it He's got it on there in, like, horrible condition for $750. <laughs> That's the kind of crap that is in my area. There's also a guy that has a bunch of, uh, like, old Western comics, and nothing against you if you collect them, but he's got, like, a $600 price tag on them. Yeah, like, I mean, and everybody that's... in this area, there is not a single group of comics on my Facebook marketplace that isn't somebody that either A, knows exactly what they have, and or B, has no idea what they have, but they think they know what it's worth. Yeah, I mean, and that's the blessing and the curse of being where, where I live. Like, you live in a huge metropolitan area. You have probably a better chance of running into more sales but you also have a better chance of it being jacked up because there's so much demand oh, and and supply in the same place now where i live a little bit different people got to drive places there's not, not a lot of people around interested in this stuff yeah. um you know you're the only that, demand right and people have a supply and they don't know you know and, and like i said uh, to be fair, I tell these people, you know, you've probably got something pretty good here if you want to wait, but nobody wants to wait. They're just like, no, 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 I'll take the... Instant gratification. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, I don't feel bad about it. I mean, that's why I clearly state to them, look, if you take get more for this, please do so. Uh, but I, this is what I'll offer you. And that's right. the way I go with every sale. Um, and most of the time, it, it's, it's fine. I mean, like today's local hall... <clears throat> <laughs> which Sorry. was go on uh, it, it, it just you know sitting around watching Avengers Infinity War for the a, like eighth time and uh you know my my Facebook thing pops up boom there's a thing and I thought it was a comic no it was a, a toy it was a transformer it was a Power Master Optimus Prime in the box <laughs> I was like oh oh okay uh okay so I guess I'm 
I'm driving to Cersei, I guess. So good deal. Yeah. Good deal. Oh, great deal. Yeah. Great, absolutely great deal. Just like here you go. <laughs> Thanks. Have a great day. Now it is missing. It is missing a couple things, but I mean the bo- the box is okay, and it's got the most the two things that are most important. Number one, uh, the trailer hitch isn't broken on it, which my original one did. And they all do because it's just a little little stub of plastic and it's old. And number two, it has the Power Master engine, which is small and always disappeared from these, still in there. So, I mean, the rest of it I can I can piece together pretty easily and at a, at a good price. So, That's awesome. Uh, I, I'm very happy with it. Um, now, you did say you saw my review. I put up a review of the new G1 reissue from Walmart Starscream and my original box Starscream on Facebook. If you have not been by, look that up in our history and read that and tell me what you think about that review. I'd really appreciate it. Very professionally done. Like, great job, Rick. He had the photos of everything laid out side by side of the differences in the different boxes at both all angles, basically. And then a, a thorough review that was... I started to read it and I was like, I don't even know what he's talking about because, but, but transformers people that know and enjoy and love all this will, will think it's amazing. Great job, dude. Thank you. So, so I see your, have you seen it? And I know I've done this one before. So does that mean you're finally catching up and you've seen something? (laughs) It does. Oh Um, my God. I was, I was in the store the other day and saw Fahrenheit 451 was out and it was very cheap. And I bought it. I just bought it. Yeah. Um. And I watched you it. You don't regret night. it, do you? I do not regret it. It was absolutely fantastic. But the ending, little. Yeah, I know. Little, yeah. little different. Um. Yeah. Little big time different, huh? Yeah. Especially because you you had read the book. You had you powered through, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I actually actually did it on Audible and enjoyed the heck out of it. It was absolutely yeah. fantastic. Okay. Um, so you knew the the original book ending, and like I said, now that you've seen it as well, I don't feel the movie. I know they took a totally different approach, but a lot of it was really good, really good. Yeah, um, and I think the, I think the place they ended up, and actually, I, I'll tell you this right now, the movie did a better job of relaying um, the message. Well, of showing the parallels between Montag and Beatty. Beatty, uh, Beatty. yeah, sorry. How, like the book, I didn't catch on, and I'm sure it was in the book, but, and, and it was, there was a little bit of it I understood in the book, but the movie relayed, re- did a much better job of relaying uh, Beatty and Montag's parallels yeah and, and their the differences relationship. their 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 mirror images in mm-hmm. in like they have a parallel story until a point uh Beatty went one way and made a choice in his life montag chose to go a different way but they were the same yeah, uh, they're cut from especially the same especially where the, the scene where Beatty makes montag read in 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 the fire station, yeah, and and the dawning. So and if you watch it, you'll understand what I'm saying. But the dawning on Montag's face as he's reading and watching Beatty, yeah, just it was an amazing moment of film. 
I, I'm telling you, I loved Michael B. Jordan and Michael Shannon in this. And I really wish this film got more action because it deserves it. Like, it is so good. Yeah, and so I, did, I didn't miss... I didn't miss a lot of the stuff that that they left out. Like, uh, uh, I agree. the the thing about the dog isn't in there, and the uh, the story of the uh, you know him getting to the the river and meeting the people on the way. Mm-hmm. You know, they they are there. Yeah, they they are there in a way. Like the 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 people yeah. trying to get the the ominous. You know, do well, do take that do like do take the, that role. Uh, I will say this, and 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 this is not a bad thing on the book, but I do enjoy the AI better than the wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the 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 wife in the in the book. Well, um, well, no, no, no. I I think little grinding though. Uh, she she just. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, do, I, I, didn't, I didn't. I think do so. see her point because she is there to give you the point of view of the normal person and what the effects of the book have on the general public. That is, that is her purpose. And the movie accomplishes that in other ways, other than giving you a well, normal the, person to relate to. The, the, the thing I would complain about is so, okay, what you're talking about is related to the drops. The drops are not explained very well. I got the whole point of it, you know, the dulling mm-hmm. of the senses, the the suppression of the memory, uh, it, it, it is about the drops. I mean, they did the same thing with uh, uh, they took a page out of Equilibrium. Equilibrium, if you, yeah. If yeah. you ever well, seen that movie, Equilibrium took a page out of Fahrenheit four fifty one. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah. the wife, the wife's um, could have been done in that same way. I do think. It would have taken too much time, but I, I did enjoy the wife's story because I, she, her relationship, her story did relay a certain thing that I do not do not think came across well in the film, uh, being how society was affected by what was going on. You know, this right. was a she was seen as a common victim mm-hmm. of the what, normal person. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, but still an incredible movie. I absolutely loved it. Glad you enjoyed it. I did. We thank you each and every one for listening. Um, on social media, you can find me most active on VRO daily. Uh, look me up, Sean Thomas. Uh, also on Maynard at Maynard ninety eight on Twitter. You find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. I am Ricky Westbrook on Vero. We're both Vero verified. Ah. Well, man, it, it has been a fun show. This was a good one. I I like the way this one flowed, man. For Not So Southern Gentlemen, I'm Sean. And I'm Ricky. 